Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I am Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Tuesday, April 26, 2022. This episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're near, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyze weather data in order to come up with some plays and totals. I will make one pick and one pick only on every game played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean that I recommend you the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As we go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so we'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to help you decide what picks you might want to play and how I recommend to scale your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday got back on the profit train. Uh, four wins, one loss that I'm definitely blaming on two official Rockies errors and two outfielders who decided to stare at each other on a fly ball in between them and two pushes that looked like easy wins and then a ton of runs late uh it could have been worse because those could have been really heartbreaking losses i'd rather have a heartbreaking push than a heartbreaking loss i suppose two pushes yesterday it's kind of a uh a weird occurrence uh but had a good day yesterday and hopefully we can keep that rolling again today before we get to that slate, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And the only way to ensure that you don't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Hit me up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. All evening games today. I guess I'll mention if uh, if, if I'm ever made king of baseball, my, my pitches, we will always have at least one day baseball game. I feel like we should always have at least one. Uh, Brewers, the Pirates is going to kick us off. Brandon Woodruff versus Mitch Keller. Weather going to be pretty chilly, uh, starting off in the mid-50s, closing in the mid-40s. Winds will be blowing out to left field and left center, about 10 miles an hour, so a little bit of a breeze out, but also um, pretty cold weather. Two pitchers that, for the most part, I trust. I think Keller's probably a little bit undervalued. He's not amazing, but I don't think he gets quite the respect he deserves. Uh, Woodruff has looked great ever since that first start. Uh, the model thinks the Brewers should be a minus 163 favorite. As of right now, there's really no value on either side. It also is tough to take the Pirates in a spot like this against Woodruff. That doesn't mean they wouldn't win a game like this occasionally, but I need really good value. Um, and right now I'm not seeing anywhere near enough value on this one. I'll go under seven. I've been riding these Brewers unders. They've been under team. I don't really see why that changes, and the Pirates aren't really going to bring out the offense in them. So I'll go under seven. It's minus 105 right now. Only a B pick, kind of as I mentioned. When you get down to these six and a halfs and sevens, it's really hard to give it that third unit just because the number's so low. Any one thing can really uh, can more easily mess it up than the seven and a half, or at least you've got the win if it lands right on seven, which is a fairly common number, or an eight or eight and a half, something like that. I think under the right side, I like it. I'm not going that third unit on this one, just with the really low number, but the Brewers have been an under team, and I don't see why that changes here tonight. Slight breeze out would be the only counter to that, but the cold weather cancels that out, in my opinion. 640 Eastern first pitch, Padres at the Reds, Joe Musgrove versus Reavers, San Martin. Similar story with regards to the weather. Of course, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh pretty close to each other. Um, stadiums are aligned pretty similarly direction-wise, so the winds will be doing about the same thing. The temperature's about the same thing, mid-50s to start, 40s to close. The winds will be blowing out 
about around that 10 mile hour mark to start the game, but to close the game, they're going to die down. The model says Padres minus 156. Again, right now that offers no value on either side. Kind of the same story. I really need some really good value to back the Reds here against a pitcher that can be lights out. So instead, I'm doing like I did in the game before. I'm going under eight. Almost made this an A pick. This was very close to an A pick for me. I just don't trust the Reds' bullpen. I don't really trust the Padres' bullpen either. So we are getting that extra run here, only having to go under eight, which I like. And that's why it almost got to an A pick. But I really need eight and a half for this to be an A or I need, you know, right now we're under eight, we're minus one ten. Maybe if maybe if you have under eight, even money, if 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 the number gets better, I just I really need something a little bit better here. These bullpens just give me a little bit of pause. So at this number and these odds, I'm holding it a B pick. I think under is the right side though. I don't really think either team swings the bat very well. San Martin isn't anything to write home about. He's not awful. And of course, Musgrove, I think, has a pretty easy time dominating the Reds' bats. Cold night, so the weather's right for the under. I like under eight, just couldn't quite get there with an A pick. Mariners at the Rays, Logan Gilbert versus Matt Weisler. Weisler, of course, would be the opener of their bullpen game for the Rays. As we talked about before, I love when they do this. They they know what they're doing. Um, the model says Rays minus 122, and they're only minus 108. So I'm, I'm giving it an A grade, Rays minus 108. I don't love fading Logan Gilbert, but in general, I, A, I trust the model, and B, I, as I said before, I think the model doesn't quite give the Rays the respect they deserve on these bullpen games. So in reality, I think this number should be out more like minus 130 or something to that effect. I think Gilbert's getting a lot more respect than he deserves. Good pitcher. And my numbers have him as a good pitcher. But I feel like he's being graded as a great pitcher, and he might become one. But I don't think we have the totality of evidence to say that he's great today. Right now, all I can say is he's good. Obviously, he might have a fantastic start, but we've seen the Rays in these bullpen-type situations. We saw it uh, over the weekend where they basically pinned together a bullpen game that was a no-hitter. <laughs> they could have just scored a run in nine innings. So I think the Rays in these bullpen games, uh, you don't, I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to look at it and say bullpen game. Let's fade them. That might have been the case five years ago, but I think the case today. You've heard me talking about that. I love the Rays here. Minus one hundred eight is great value. I think the numbers are way off. Rockies the Phillies, Herman Marquez versus Zach Eflin. Uh, Zach Eflin, I looked into it a little deeper. My numbers don't really like him, but as I, I dove into it, I'm not really sure why. He, he pitches okay. The underlying metrics aren't bad. Weather-wise, we'll start off around 65 degrees, close around 60. A chance of rain definitely to start off with. So this game have a delay, might get pushed back a little bit, something to keep an eye on there, especially if you're a fantasy player. The model thinks the Phillies should be a minus 136 favorite. That is even accounting for the fact that the Rockies are not as good on the road, more so than most teams. This one, I, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what angle I really like the most. Rockies are about plus 150 right now on the money line. That offers some pretty good value. I really looked that angle, knowing that even though Eflin isn't bad, Marquez is a much better pitcher. Plus 150. Offer some good value there. I looked hard at the under. Uh, we've got chilly weather. Last night there were 10 runs in this game, only six earned. And I think six is probably about what we'll see tonight. 
especially if there is a delay, we're going to push into slightly colder weather. And as we've talked about previously, any delay, anything messing up with, you know, um, potentially messing up with the hitters creates worse at bats for them, whereas pitchers, knowing that they only get so many chances, that tends to not affect them as much. So I looked hard at the under. I looked hard at the Phillies team total under as well. I, I don't love going with the team total unders on the whole. I don't do it often. I don't like to isolate half the game out because that just increases the chance that one weird thing happens and we lose. So I, I've gone team totals occasionally. I have another one for you later today, actually. But on this one, I mean, there's a lot of good options you can go with there. I'm going under eight and I'm giving it an A grade. I, I think this is the smartest play, and here's why. I don't trust the Rockies' bats on the road. Talked about that previously. They still didn't score many last night, uh, despite the first, you know, whatever, first pitch, first batter for sure. The game hits a home run, and they only get one more run, I believe, all game. It's a situation where I like having the fact that I get the bad Rockies' bats in there, which leans me away from, even though there is value on the Rockies, I just, it's it's easier to say their bats aren't good on the road, and now I get to have that working in my favor, as opposed to that being the hill that I have to climb. Now, again, at plus 150, we don't have to win 50% of these to be profitable. We only have to win, uh, uh, you know, a little over 40% of them. So that is something to consider. Again, I thought long and hard about this one. I just think under eight's the best way to go because it combines. I just don't, I just don't think either team's going to score much. I think it's going to be a 4-2 type game, and then I don't have to worry about who comes out on top. I just have to worry about, uh, apparently, as we saw yesterday, a ton of runs in the eighth and ninth inning or extra innings or something wonky. So, I mean, there's, like I said, there's no <laughs> there's no locks. There's always something to sweat. But I think under eight is the smart investment on this one. So, A play for me. I love that one there in Philadelphia. Well, into the Nationals, Sandy Alcantara versus Josiah Gray. Josiah Gray continues to look better. We talked about him from the start of the season. I wasn't really sold yet. I said he has the potential. So far, he's looking pretty good. He's kind of delivering on that potential. And Alcantara, of course, is a good pitcher. Weather-wise, will be in the low 60s. Uh, wins mostly across, so no real effect there. The model thinks Marlins minus 124. As of recording, that offers no value on either side. I don't really have much I like or want to see on this one. I'm actually going to go over. I'm going to go over seven and a half. It's minus 103, only a lean. It's really just a principal play for me on this one. I don't like anything great here. I think there's better investment opportunities for you. If you have an angle on one of these pitchers, um, you know, great. For me, it's just a principle of, I just think this is a really low number. Um, the Nationals bullpen, I don't think is that good. It's minus 103, right? So when you're getting closer to even odds, you know, you never really know what's going to happen in the baseball game. It's kind of a principal pick here, over 7.5 minus 103. It's all about the number, uh, nothing else for this one. Or is it the Yankees? Jordan Lyles versus Luis Severino. Jordan Lyles, who continues to look, you know, better, I guess, which is surprising, especially as a, as a Nationals fan, someone who's kind of uh, followed his career a little bit more ups and, you know, a lot of ups and downs. But he's, he's starting to you know, look decent finally, I guess. Uh, these last couple of years, it's just hard. It's hard to get out the old memories out of the brain, I suppose, which is why I built the model right. And I have him actually rated pretty equal with Luis Severino. So I thought it was interesting. Uh, Weather-wise, will be about 60 degrees. Definitely a good chance of rain on this one. Uh, so definitely something to keep an eye on. Easily could be delayed, could be postponed, could have some, um, you know, rain delays in the middle of the game. And, and as well as it could just push the entire start back too. 
The model thinks Yankees minus 259, which is just blows my mind when the model gives something quite that big. And that's about where the number is. So no real value on either side. Total is eight. I just can't. I just can't with this total. I, I don't really know. I don't really trust. Um, I don't really trust much of anything in this game. So it's kind of similar to the last game. I'm going with a C pick. I'm actually going Yankees on the run line, minus one and a half at minus 135. You can't convince me that it makes sense to lay minus 270 unless the model just says this is a slam dunk. Even if the model says it's a slam dunk, I probably still would lay run line. I just hate laying such big odds. So I'll go with the run line. I think the Yankees probably get this done. They are the home team, so I don't like it quite as much, but... You know, again, the gimmick is I make a pick on every game. So that's the best I could find here is Yankees minus one and a half at minus 135 in a game that might not even happen anyway. Red Sox at the Blue Jays, Nick Pavetta versus Kevin Gaussman. The model says Blue Jays minus 176. That's a close to where the number is now. I'm seeing Blue Jays minus 178. And so I'll lock in that number since it's about what the model thinks. Only a C pick again for me as well, because the model just doesn't say there's a lot of value right here. If this number comes down, if you can get Blue Jays in the minus 160s, then I like that. That would give me more of a B grade, but in the upper minus 170s, it's just a lean. I don't like I don't like the number. Uh, so again, a lot of times we have to remember it's where the number is. It's that long-term value. If we're getting 2 3% extra on the course of the season, that could easily flip us from losing to winning. And so for me, it's all about the numbers. So just a lean on the Blue Jays, minus 178, because that number's just a little too steep for me. But I don't want to be on the Red Sox in this game. Worlds at the White Sox, Daniel Lynch versus Dallas Keuchel. Cold night, mid-40s, winds blowing slightly out, so that kind of cancels that out a little bit, about 10-mile-an-hour winds. Model says the White Sox should be a minus 147 favorite, so I'm going to trust the model and go White Sox minus 144 with a B pick Lynch hasn't been as good as people are hoping and thinking. I have him about a full standard deviation below average. I've talked about it before. Uh, obviously Dallas Keuchel, not a good pitcher anymore. I uh, have him definitely worse than Lynch, but I have the rest of the White Sox team and the White Sox bullpen uh, Liam Hendricks struggling this year aside as much better. So I'm going to trust the model on this one. B pick for me, White Sox minus 144. I'm going to hope that Dallas Keuchel, you know, didn't get hardly any outs last game out. And so maybe he saved him up for this game. Uh, but if I recall in that last game, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast, if, you know, having some of those rain outs there and delays could affect a pitcher that's a little bit older and so not that he's good, but that could have easily thrown him off a little bit with his routines. Hoping that's the case. And I'm hoping that even though, again, I do rate him as bad, he can just have a mediocre performance tonight against the Royals. And I think that's enough to get us to the window. So White Sox B pick minus 144 for me. 720 Eastern first pitch Cubs at the Braves. Marcus Stroman versus Max Freed. Nice night in Atlanta. Maybe a little chilly by the end. Starting off around 70 degrees, closing about 60 wins out to center field about 10 miles an hour. Total is eight. I looked over. I just can't quite get there. I think both these pitchers are solid. Winds are blowing out. The weather's going to be nice to start, but if there aren't runs early, there won't be runs later as it cools off is my fear. 
And I don't love runs early against these two starting pitchers. It's one of those where the first inning might have some runs, right? Because again, the first inning is the only inning where we're guaranteed to have the best hitters for both offenses uh, show up, right? So maybe a run in the first, couple runs in the first, and then gets to maybe the fifth. If you get third time through, maybe there's some runs, but then at some point we're going to get to the bullpens. If it's a tight game, we'll have the better pitchers. It'll start getting cooler. The winds are going to die down a little bit. So I just couldn't really find a good total angle on this one at the number of eight. Model says Braves minus 172. I'll trust the model. I'll go Braves minus 163, about a dime of value there. I'll give it a B pick. I think the Braves are the better team. I have Freed as the better pitcher. I think the Braves get us get get us to the window there. Even though the model says minus 172, there is less value in the discrepancies as we get further away from the 50-50 mark. So just something to take note of. If this gets out to about minus 170, you're starting to lose a lot of value, and it kind of starts to feel like that Blue Jays game I talked about earlier where it becomes more of a lean than a like. And so at this one, because we are in the 160s, I give the Braves a B grade, whereas the Blue Jays were in the 170s. I see them as pretty similar games. And so on that one, because the number was higher, I only gave it a C. So it kind of explains where my head is on those. Tigers at the Twins, 740 Eastern first pitch, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Chris Paddock. The model says Twins minus 133. Right now that's firmly in between. Uh, where the where the juice lies, such that there's no value on either side. Winds will be five to ten miles an hour, mostly across or in from left field. This is a weather special for me. The weather is going to be the temperature should be 44 degrees to start, mid upper 30s to close. I locked in under seven and a half. Had to lay a price for. It. Had to lay minus 128. That's an A pick for me. This is one of the few ones here we talked about. Don't love the A picks. If you ha- if it's down to seven, if it's down to seven, I still think this one's worthy of an A just because this weather ball is not going to fly in such cold temperatures. And as I've talked about recently, some of our best total plays have come in these weather situations where I just think people aren't paying attention as much to the weather as they should. We're not going to win this one every time, of course, but I think both these pitchers are decent. Neither offense has really been that impressive so far, and it's just, it's just a weather special. It's just too cold to score that many runs. The ball won't be flying. It'll be really difficult at home run. I mean, you're going to have to just crush one. You know, you have to hit a no-doubter, and it's going to hit like the third row with these temperatures and, again, potentially some wind either pushing it to the deeper part of the park or blowing in if you're a righty. I just think this under makes a ton of sense. I love this under. Again, I've got under 7.5 minus 128. If you have to go under 7, as long as you're getting decent odds, I still love that. Now, if you're going under 7 and you have to lay a price like minus 115, minus 120, that's a little bit different of story, but hopefully you can get under. If you're having to go under 7, you're at least getting something like minus 105 uh, there. And I, I... Again, I love that too. You might push, um, but I think it's worth the extra unit because I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game. Definitely one if you live in the area that you're not going to want to be in attendance for. 745 Eastern first pitch, Mets at the Cardinals. Chris Bassett versus Jordan Hicks. I guess the Jordan Hicks experiment for the Cardinals continues. 
Similar story to last night, weather-wise, here in St. Louis, that was an easy under until all the sudden stuff just blew up at the end. Pitchers, not quite as good, but I still think under makes sense. It's under seven for me, B-pick. The bottle thinks Mets minus 108, so no value on either side at the numbers I'm seeing. But when you're starting mid-50s, closing low 40s, wind's blowing in to start. They won't be blowing in to close, but I'm happier the wind's blowing in to start because that's when it's a little bit warmer. But as the night goes on, the wind will down, but it'll just get colder, so it'll kind of have a similar effect. Just not a good run-scoring environment here. I see it playing out a lot like last night, except instead of a you know a one nothing two nothing type game in the eighth, I think it might be more like two in the eighth, uh, and then hopefully the bullpens don't just completely crap to bed like they did last night, and we can hold on to a win rather than a push. I need a I need a better number to be an A pick. Can't be an A pick there at seven. Not with these two pitchers. Good for for the Mets with Bassett Hicks. I don't know what to expect. Again, he throws hard. He won't go very long. Hopefully the rest of the Cardinals bullpen can come in behind him and keep it low scoring. So just too much uncertainty for me to, to love it. But I think under's the right side. So I'll go B pick under seven at minus 110. Astros at the Rangers, Jake Odorisi versus Taylor Hearn. Two pitchers that I do not trust whatsoever. If I had any faith in the offenses for either team, um, this would be an overspot. Totals nine and a half. <laughs> if I had any faith in either of the pitchers, it'd be an underspot with that number. I just can't go either way on this total. We've been riding these Astros unders. We've got two wins. We lost on Sunday last night. A push based off of one inning that the Rangers uh, got some insurance runs in the eighth. Otherwise, that was flying under. But man, on this one, I want to go under in that park at nine and a half, but I just do not trust either pitcher here. I don't think either one is good. This is another trust the model special. The model says Astros minus 127. The model's taking into account the recent play. Model understands the Astros bets have not been good. They've not been as, you know, as good of a team as they want. My number on Odorisi continues to fall. I've got him almost two standard deviations below league average. So it's not that I think Jake Odorisi is that good. He can be better. I had more hope for him coming into the season, but so far that hope's been misplaced. So it's not that I have hope in Odorisi to be good. It's that I don't trust either pitcher. I still think the Astros have a better bullpen. I still think the Astros have better bats. I don't think the Astros should be huge favorites, but minus 127 is what the model says. Even if that's a tad high, personally, I don't think they should be minus 127. I think maybe minus 120. But right now, there's just a ton of value on the Astros. Being only minus 106 blows my mind. I'm going A-pick on the Astros at that number. Now, if it does get out towards minus 120, that drops to a B-pick. But at minus 106, anything in the low minus one teens, A-pick for me on the Astros. I, 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 I Again, I do not trust Odorisi. I have to make that crystal clear. But I don't trust Taylor Hearn for the Rangers either. I don't trust the Rangers' bats. I see them occasionally putting together some runs, and I feel like that's exactly what the Astros do. I feel like they're pretty comparable there. Um, the Astros, I think, still have a little more depth than the Rangers' offense. It hasn't quite showed yet, uh, but, I, you know, Yuli had a good at-bat at last night with a double. 
Alvarez hit, the, hit a home run last night. I saw a couple better swings from Tucker. Um, I still think the Astros' bats are as bad as they've been. I don't think they're great at this point. They have a long way to go, but I still think they're better than the Rangers' bats. So, uh, Lots to like here for the Astros at this number. Minus 106 blows my mind. A pick for me on Houston. On to the late games, 938 Eastern first pitch. Guardians at the Angels. Tristan McKenzie versus Patrick Sandoval. Two pitchers that are pretty average. Total is eight. Nice night to start off with. Low 70s, closing in the mid-60s. Slight breeze out. No angle for me on the total on this one. No real bump to arms or bats with this weather. Again, the slight breeze out, but it'll be a little chilly by the end of the night. So nothing really there for me total-wise. The model says the Angels should only be a minus 133 favorite. So I'll take the Guardians plus 140. Only a C pick for me. I don't think the Guardians win. Uh, again, the model says they win 43% of the time. So the most likely outcome is they lose. But I think if we're slowly taking these types of value plays, it'll help us out. So at plus 140, I think there's a little bit of value. C pick for me on the Guardians. Dodge at the Diamondbacks, Tony Gonsolin versus Zach Davies. Model says this one should be Dodgers minus 184. You could back the Dodgers, kind of going under the theory that I've had recently, which is the model um, mostly doesn't realize just how good the Dodgers are. And so if it doesn't say to fade them, maybe you play them. Uh, right now I'm seeing minus 193. If I were going to play them, I probably would look run line instead. Um, so not a bad angle there. Total of nine. I don't really trust Zach Davies, but I also know, as we've talked about, that the Diamondbacks pitchers have had some improvements. So I don't really know which way to go on a couple of those. So this is where I talked about I am going to go team total. I want to isolate just the Diamondbacks bats. Gonsolin has looked fantastic uh, this year. He's been a pretty good pitcher for the most part, being thrown back and forth between rotation and pin. And of course, he's had some injury issues. Um, so that's definitely affecting, you know, his consistency, um, how I rate him, et cetera. For the most part, I think when he's gotten going, he's been pretty good. Uh, the Diamondbacks offense, obviously not good. And I talked about this yesterday with Jake. We talked about the fact that the Diamondbacks have been scoring runs mostly off mediocre pitchers. I think Gonsolin is a better pitcher than what the Diamondbacks have been scoring off of. So I'm going to isolate the Diamondbacks team total under three and a half, even money a play for me. If you have to lay a huge price under three and a half, I don't like that. I just, I love this number at even money. Uh, the Diamondbacks scored zero runs last night. I think zero is definitely on the table again tonight. My only fear with this one is if Davies gets hit around a lot by, a, again, a very good Dodgers offense. Don't know which relievers the Dodgers are going to throw, and that could affect us. But it just seems really difficult to see the Diamondbacks scoring four runs, especially if Gonson can get out to five, six innings. I feel like he goes five or six, probably gives up one run. And then at that point, I'm just hoping the bullpen doesn't completely implode. So Diamondbacks under three and a half, even money, a play for me. I just, I'm going back to the well here with these Diamondbacks unders, except this time just not knowing about Zach Davies and knowing that a good Dodgers offense can light him up. I'd rather isolate the one side rather than take the, the game. And in the event that Davies isn't bad, that's why I'd rather go team total than Dodgers run line. But my second favorite pick would probably be Dodgers run line on this one. And then it closes out here, Athletics at the Giants, Dalton Jeffries versus Carlos Rodon. Cold night in the Bay Area, 55 degrees. 
uh, wins, really nothing to speak of, especially given that park. The model thinks the Giants should be a minus 218 favorite, which says there's a little bit of value on the A's at plus 228. Total six and a half. I cannot go under six and a half. I, I want to, but I can't. I, I just I need the I need the perfect spot really to go under six and a half. But but if if you had to, I'd go under six and a half. I, I would not go under. I, I would not go over. I mean, I I just, I just can't quite get there on that under. And and I I think the fact that it's going to be a low scoring game, A's plus two twenty eight offers a lot of value because just who knows what's going to happen. So I think that's a decent way to look. I'm actually going to go run line on this one. I'm going to go A's plus one and a half. I think it, it's around even money. And I think there's a lot of value here um, simply because of the fact that the total is really low. I think this is a one-to-one, two-to-two late, two-to-one type game. And then I don't have to care, you know, what side I'm on. Um I like the run line here over the total going under simply because it could easily be three to three late. And at six and a half, that means we've lost on the total, but we're looking great on this run line. So you could look money line with the A's, huge plus odds. Again, invest a little bit less there because you're going to win a lot if you, if, if they do pull it out. But I don't really want to fade Radon. I talked about this previously. I've tweeted about this. He's just a guy that, the model thinks is really good. I just don't think the model realizes how good he is. So instead, I'll take the A's plus one and a half. If it's a low-scoring game, if it's a tight game, got a lot of ways to win this B pick for me on that one because I'm not going A pick fading Radon whatsoever. At least this way, it's kind of fading Radon, but it's also uh, he can still get the win as long as they win by one. We're still winners. So I think A's plus one and a half makes a lot of sense just because of how low-scoring I expect it to be. So a recap of the A plays for me. Got five of them for you. Mariners at the Rays. I've got Rays minus 108. Rockies at the Phillies. I've got under eight. Tigers at the Twins. I've got under seven and a half, even though that is juiced. Astros at the Rangers. I've got Astros minus 106. And Dodgers at the Diamondbacks. I'm taking Arizona's team total under three and a half at even money. And that is all I have for you today. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder check out the Google Sheet for model picks, projections, and results. You can find that link at the website. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.